The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It is Saturday, September 17th, a big, beautiful day today. I hope you're enjoying a little bit of the cooler weather, and if you haven't opened your eyes yet, you're in for a treat. We've got a great show for you today. Things are starting to pop all over in the fishing industry and in the fishing action out in the field, no question about that, with cooler temperatures. Temperatures. Fish are going to go on the chomp here pretty quick. It's just a matter of time. We'll be hooking up with Captain James Smith, Captain Zach Medinas at Gate Crashers, Tony Zapolvita. He's got an opportunity for you to jump on board. We'll tell you about that in just a few minutes. Albacore can be just around the corner if you want to go real quick. We'll find out. Cedric Ghostin from Ghost Bait and Tackles got our report on the downtown area, the confluence of the American and Sacramento Rivers. He'll get us up to date. Of course, Alan Fong with Fisherman's Warehouse Stores joins us. He's got the River King salmon action and reports from all over Northern California. Barry S. is on the bite, folks. It started up right after that full moon, just like it was predicted. Nate Kelsch from Big Nate's Guide Service is going to hook up with us. He'll have all the info on that for you. And I saw his pictures. They're pretty impressive. Randy Pringle hooks up with us in the pro tip of the week this week because Senior Tuna is out on the searcher on a long-range trip right now. And Justin Leonard hooks up with us. He's on the Feather River, and it sucks for river fishing for King Salmon right now. We'll find out more and tell you all about it through the show but let's waste no time let's head to san francisco bay and let's climb on board the california dawn 2 with one of the best in the west captain james smith joins us live good morning captain hey good morning chef tell us about it guy what's going on out there in your water well we had a you know fun week of uh potluck fishing rock has been pretty consistent the island fishing is just absolutely lights out uh, most of that stuff just you know, it just hasn't been touched. We just, we've been getting out there, you know, when we can, weather, you know, permitting. It's uh, been lights out on the rock cod. And the lean cod's, you know, holding steady, about a fish and a half. Um, the guys that are working their gear, they're definitely going to get their limit of, of lean cod. It's not a gimme year on those things yet. I haven't seen, um, not like years past, but still really good fishing. We had over 30 on the last trip out, fish up in the 20s. So, Starting to see those big females right now. They're starting to uh, gather up in the rocks, you know, getting the fall spawning pattern. So uh, that stuff's all been really good. Although today, today, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure you guys all could see that uh, big old nasty blurp of cold air and then a rainstorm behind it. So Mother Nature's going to keep us, I think, locked in the bay today. Pretty breezy out. Well, you know, you got a ocean full of guys that are going out. We need the rain, but damn. And then we got a river full of guides going, come on, rain, come on, rain. So we just got to let Mother Nature do her thing. No, no complaining about rain allowed over there from the boys in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. No, I'm, I'm not complaining. We need it. And, you know, there's a lot of, there's a big blob of hot water up and down the coast. So I was kind of looking at that. You know, anytime you get a lot of hot, hot water, 
it, it's basically a, a mini El Nino situation here for the Bay Area. So I, I think we're going to get dumped on pretty good here maybe this month, maybe even next month, like last year, a bunch of early storms. Well, we but, had so uh, many monsoons. Those monsoons were really swinging by here, giving us some stirring up the eastern Sierras and a little bit down in Southern California. I think it's just moving our way, and we're going to get hit with some. I hope this is a good rain that comes. I'm I here. like the way you guys are thinking. Yeah, dump, baby, dump. We, I think they're going to have a half inch or more for certain, and that would be a good start to uh, what we obviously need out here. Of course, six inches would be better. James, the are you making the run up the coast? Is that where all your action's coming right now, heading up the north coast? You know, we've been fishing the north coast, although, uh, believe it or not, I think even the north coast is shut out today. So right now we're going to opt to fish the bay. Um, there were some really good reports. In fact, a lot of the six-pack boats had limits of halibut in the bay yesterday. And they're just kind of like the forgotten fish, like, hey, halibut over here, and we just drive by them. <laughs> there's, so many good things, there's so many good things going on out there. You know, salmon interrupts the, the halibut fishing. People want to run out and do that and come back. They know they can always drop back on stripers and halibut in the bay. It's a great fishery, and you're bouncing around from one place to another. They're close together, and there's always great action out there. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've got such an up uh, up fishery on the, the halibut the last few years. Just the recruitment's been awesome, and, and, you know, we've laid off them. We've pretty much been chasing everything else. Everybody wanted salmon. Everybody wanted rock cod, link cod. But, you know, a day like today, the weather's going to be bouncy. I could go out and beat everybody up, but. I'm, I'm just going to opt, I think, to stay inside here with the good halibut biting. Good halibut tides are nice small tides here today. So you know, you we're going to give that a whirl. When you got like 20 folks on there today, probably 25% of those people want to go out and they'll do anything. And 25% of those people are going, don't leave the bay. Please don't leave the bay. Don't leave the bay. I know which percent you you would be for sure. Hey, I I got the patch on my neck when I go out there. As long as that patch doesn't come off, I'll go anywhere with you, James. He, he hates throwing up in front of fans and listeners. <laughs> no, I I seen Chet put the patch on one time when he came down to get crab off the boat. So I know how sensitive the stomach is. Exactly. You know, it's not the stomach that's sensitive, James. It's all the crap I put into it that's sensitive. You know the you know the longer we hang out together, the more I realize you really don't like having Smith and I together. <laughs> we throw in lopes and a couple of others and then we got you go boat. home <laughs> if that boat ever went down the environmental people get us for water pollution exactly right james it's a it's a great time of the year for you guys you can bounce around to any of the fisheries and i'm sure you're listening on the radio and some of the guys are still out there chasing salmon around too yeah, I mean, there's still some salmon, and they're going to get waves and pulses of salmon, um, you know, with the with the low low runs of, of water. You know, the guys will get a shot during the week. The days when we have the bigger tides, I'm going to tell your listeners, is the days when you got bigger tides, the fish seem to bite a lot better on the coast. You just need that water movement. So those days have been pretty good for the guys. Fish are off are even better. All the fish are really nice size, but uh, you'll see the – the, the scores fluctuate quite a bit, um, especially a day like today. You got weather, you know, it's, it's just it's just tough to fish, period. You know, you got that big cannonball and you're going to hold on to the rail. And Anyways, but it's been overall, it's still been hanging in there. The fishing and, uh, you know, you got a shot at a, at a smoker. If you want to get a shot at like a, 
a 25 plus, you know, this is the time to go right now. Big fall fish. So, well, I think I, I think you're right. I would choose the bay and I would choose halibut because that's one of my favorite fish to eat. I really enjoy them. James is the one doing the same thing as the two. And I think you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. One and two. We're, we're, we're together like ebony and ivory today. So it's, uh, it's it's all bay fishing for us, I believe. Unless I get some miraculous report and the weatherman screwed up, uh, we're probably going to be inside the bay today. That's never happened before, has it? Weathermen have always been right. Yeah, right. Oh gosh, no. <laughs> no, it's a, it's absolutely amazing. Some days they can say, "Hey, it's really going to be blowing. You're going to want to keep your head down." And you guys go out there, and it's like bathtub instead. Yeah, some, sometimes you know we get the fall pattern, and, and it's actually windier in the bay than it is outside. But I think today, I think that'll be the opposite case. So, like I said, we're we're uh, the live bait dock. I talked to guys the other day; they're planning on staying open till November. So, uh, you know, we're, we're we're covered then, and then after that, of course, crab combos open up on the sixth of November. Um, make sure you guys get your tickets for that. We're, we're looking forward to it. Looks like another year of hoop net fishing for my inside sources, but, uh, we, we mastered that project last year. So getting, getting crab on the boats is, is not an issue for, you know, recreational or just getting out on charter boat. No problem. Make sure you got your hoop nets. Make sure you, you get them before they sell off the shelf. I know everybody's looking like, Hey, we're gonna. We got to get our traps ready. It's like, yeah, that would be an exact rush to do that. Today. Well, yeah, you might want to consider, like James did, buying a boatload of them while they're still coming over. <laughs> that that's the way you end up with what you need for a season. James, give them all the hookup. Well, in. What you got to do, Sep, is buy those little cages that you put the bait in too. Because remember, there was a shortage of those and red buoys. That's right. And yes, and, yes, get it all. And get there's, it all there's a shortage of. Of everything out there right now, you guys need to grab your. I just got a call from Travis Morgan. Is it going to be hoops or traps? I said, I don't know. I'll check with James, see what he's doing. So I told him exactly what James has told us all right now, and I said I'd be ready with traps though, just in case. So everybody's going to have to carry. It's going to be hoops or traps. Sounds like an evening at the old San Mateo show with the Smith boys. Either that or one of these dance clubs. Yeah, good point. Industrial. Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, we're James will probably be familiar with that. James, give them all the hookup info they need so we can get out there on the water and they can get on the water and do the same thing. Absolutely. The number here, 510-417-5557, or reach us on the web, CaliforniaDawn.com, also on Facebook and Instagram, California Dawn Sport Fishing. Come check us out. Hey, if you start spanking them before we get off the air, give us a shout back. Let us know what the action's like in the bay. Most certainly will do. Captain James Smith aboard the California Dawn 1 and 2. Give him a call and get booked on a trip out there, folks. You will not be disappointed. Let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, Captain Zach Medinas with Gatecrasher Fishing joins us. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips, where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiber 
fiberglass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics. Sonar, heated cabin, fully electric galley for hot meals, and restroom facilities. They all make the California Dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available. The availability of fishing licenses, bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable. To find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the California Dawn or to book a trip, give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.californiadawn.com. Duckworth Boats, hand-built by High trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship with models from 18 to 40 feet designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon is your heavy gauge aluminum boat headquarters featuring the entire line of Duckworth boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards, the Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro, and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or duckworthboats.com. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and there's lots going on, obviously, right now. There's guys that are out chasing king salmon out in the ocean. There's guys out working sturgeon in the bay, or there's guys doing both of them, including sturgeon out in the delta. But action is popping all over. We're going to be hooking up. I see Tony Zapolvita from Greenwater Fishing is on hold right now. He has got an experience and an opportunity that you guys don't want to miss. Make sure you're listening to these next few minutes of interviews here. And right now, I'm going to take you, I don't even know if we're live on the water in the bay or if we're live on the water in the delta or if we're live on the couch. But one of the best fishermen out there right now is our good friend from Gatecrasher Fishing Adventures, Captain Zach Medinas, who's been sharing his time between salmon and sturgeon fishing this past week. And we're hooking up with him right now to find out what the action's been like. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're live on the couch this morning, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I kind of just feel, getting ready. I kind of felt that yeah. way this morning, about quarter to four myself. Hey, Zach, the action uh, obviously is starting to taper off out there in the ocean for the salmon fish. And tell our listeners what your opinion of the status and where we're at in the run this year. Yeah, I mean, right now it is kind of slowing down as far as the numbers go, but the fish that are caught. Are, are really big fish you know it's our typical fall fish um and yeah if you're looking to get a really big one this is the time of year to do that but the um a good day right now is going to get you about a fish per rod and uh to a half a fish per rod on some other days and now we've got some weather coming so that should <laughs> that should make the guys out in the ocean like myself a little bummed but the guys in the river should start to get really happy because yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna the, pull some fish as the water trickles down into the main systems and the main arteries of our river systems here, that water is going to be detected by these fish holding off. They're home waters. They're going to smell it, sense it within the water of the river. Yeah, I know it's a little bitty smell, but they can find it, and they will shoot. They will start scooting up their rivers. Oh, that's where I need to go. So the guys in the ocean are going to see these things start to disappear as water starts coming down the system, no doubt about that. 
especially in tune with the big tides that are going on out there. Well, Zach, the uh, salmon fishing will continue. We have salmon out the gate all the time. They're probably there year-round moving up and down our coast, just feeding like mad. As these are turning into here and heading into the river, they seem to be disappearing from everybody I've been talking to. It's like they get out of the ocean. Are they hanging in the bay? Are they moving on in? Are you hearing anything from your fellow guides about this? Well, it's funny. You know, the other day we were out in the Delta doing some uh, sturgeon fishing, actually, and yeah, I was kind of seeing what we used to see, you know, seeing the sea lions out there. Uh, saw one throwing around a pretty big salmon. So, uh, yeah, they're moving on up, and this weather is going to bring a lot more in. We're not fishing this weekend. Uh, Sunday is going to be pretty gnarly out there, and uh, today's not going to <laughs> not going to be too comfortable. So it's yeah, it's just that time of year. So we're starting to you know mentally get prepared, and now we're going to physically get uh prepared to move on up to the delta so hey it's transition time there's no question about it when the salmon action isn't great out there for the paying customers move into something it is do the shift that they're all looking for and there are so many more people interested in sturgeon fishing nowadays than ever before because it seems like i'm not going to use this word uh like a toy but it seems easier to catch sturgeon right now it isn't easier to catch them folks they've just figured it out and they know how to intercept it. But there's so much interest in it. Zach, is this interest level just going to keep putting more and more pressure on these fish? Or are more and more people starting to lean towards catch and release action out there? Well, that's the hope. You know, the hope is uh, people, you know, learn about the fish and, um, you know, start to understand that they all have different life cycles. And, you know, recruitment's a little different. You know, it, you got drought years. Uh, they say we get little to no recruitment. So the fish you do get to catch, it's for those, uh, they're all from those wet winters. And so hopefully, you know, we're going to kick this year off a little early with some rain this weekend and, and fingers crossed the ball keeps rolling with that. So we get, we can keep that population really healthy. And yeah, there are a lot more people fishing, catch and release. We need to get a bit more doing that. And a lot of the, the boats would be nice too if they kind of set a boat limit rather than, you know, one fish for everybody on the boat. That that really takes a lot out of the system. Well, I had some photos that were sent to me some time ago about some guy fishing the Delta, and there was like one guy on the boat, and he had six rods out the back, and there was nobody else on the boat. So I'm just wondering what really goes on out there sometimes. And I'm sure the Department of Fish and Wildlife is paying attention, but uh, there's an awful lot of people fishing sturgeon right now, and they need an awful lot of wardens, I think, to cover the areas out there. But in any event, it's a legal fish to go out and catch and obtain and keep if you so wish. Of course, those of us that love the fishery want to see it sustained. So we'd appreciate it if you'd let them go or only keep one for everybody on the boat. One of them will take care of meals for everybody without any problems at all. Zach, are the techniques early like this for the sturgeon any different than they are later on in the season? There's going to be some areas that they're going to, they should kind of start to stage, you know, and, and, um, and that should be a little different. But as far as, like, your tactics, as far as your baits and things like that, um, you know, all the usual stuff should work. Uh, the big thing is is that when you are looking for them, you have to change your mindset a little bit because sometimes in the early part of the year, you know, maybe you're not dealing uh, with quite quite as many or, you know, you just have to look a lot more, you know. But you still can find incredible fishing. And, and uh, I like the weather. <laughs> I like the weather in the fall. You know, it's nice and warm and the temps are warm down there in the water for the fish. Uh, they bite a little bit harder. They bite a lot harder. It's a lot easier to see the bites. And, uh, 
it's one of my favorite times of year to be out there, especially when we get those nice, you know, balmy fall days. It's, it's really beautiful, my Delta, during the fall. It's excellent. Hey, folks, if you want to get out on the water, catch a lot of fish, have a great time doing it, and learn about the fishery at the same time, make sure you book a trip with Zach Medinas with Gate Crasher Fishing Adventures. Zach, give them all the information they need so they can climb on board and get out there and share the action with you. For sure. You know, you can get a hold of us at gatecrasherfishing.com, or you can also call us direct at 925-497-7171. Um, yeah, we'd love to get you out and go do some sturgeon fishing, catch some big fish, and, uh, you know, the, that's what it's all about with sturgeon, just that fight, you know, and, and we're really looking forward to get back to that. And also, too, Seth, I was going to tell you, we, uh, we, we're going to be doing another episode for Angler West Television and uh, for sturgeon, so... Hope to teach you guys a lot more about fish, more about catching them, and also just just about the fish in general. So uh, look forward to that coming out, I think, in maybe late October, first part of November. Yeah, we'll be watching for it, no doubt about it. When it comes out, I'm sure you'll tell them here on the air so they can check it all out. Captain Zach Medinas, folks, absolutely outstanding captain and guide and boat. He'll teach you everything you need to know to become a better angler and have a great time. Zach, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks for having me on the show. All right, bud. Take care. You know, there's all kinds of stuff going on out there. In the Delta, they got the sturgeon action kicking up, a lot of bass fishing going on out there, and it's pretty good, I hear. Alan will be joining us later on. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a little fall transition starting there. That rain they're talking about and some cooling weather from that 115-degree heat we had, um, starting to starting to turn some things around. Well, things are turning around all over the place from warm water fisheries, but for a little change, folks, that warm water's out in the salt right now. These warm water fingers are entertaining people all up and down the coast, especially Fort Bragg that I don't know too much about, but I just learned how to spell pelagic, and apparently most of them were in Fort Bragg. He, so, I, I bet he's I bet he's making room in the freezer if I know this guy. I don't know if he's making room in the freezer, but I guarantee he's pulling them over the side. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to hook you up with somebody right now that's a regular here on our show, Captain Tony Zapulveda out of Eureka with Green Water Fishing Adventures. He's got an opportunity you might want to listen to. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, guys. How are we doing? We are doing spectacular. All right, let's just let the cat out of the bag right from the start, my friend. Let them know what's going on. Well, we got, uh, we've got we had some pretty good tuna fishing going on for about, uh, well, on and off for about the last two weeks. And, uh, boy, this water's just really spilled all the way up onto our doorstep here now. The last satellite image we got, uh, it looks like there's probably fish as close as eight miles right now. Um, weather's up a little bit on the outside, uh, out in the stuff that we've really uh, been wanting to target here the last couple weeks, uh, today and tomorrow. Uh, but today, everything's so close. There's some boats that are running for it. I'm actually going to go down to the Lost Coast today and chase some rockfish and lingcod around. But then starting, uh, Starting Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, looks like we got a beautiful weather window and albacore right on our doorstep here. So we're looking good. Well, he has got an opportunity for you to call in, folks, and to book a trip. And you're not going to have more than probably an hour or two to do that because these trips fill up immediately, don't they, Tony? They tend to go pretty fast. So in the 10 years that I've had the boat, I've never seen an opportunity like this where, uh, you know, basically I was already planning on winding things down for the year. Um, and then all this warm water rolled in and it just looks too good to pass up. So last night I announced I was going to add, uh, add four days to my schedule. Uh, over half of those seats are gone already. 
And uh, so, yeah, it's kind of a rare opportunity to get on the boat uh, and book a trip to go chase an albacore. It's not very often that we get to book albacore trips ahead of time. And if we ever do get that opportunity, my boat's usually full already with something else. Exactly. Uh, so well, you know, folks, rough. Tony and I talked about this yesterday or texted back and forth yesterday, and I agree with him 100%. He's never seen anything in the 10 years he's been there. Well, in the 40, 50 years that I've been fishing and paying attention to action, Oh, up and down the coast. This has never happened either. I used to go out Half Moon Bay and catch him out there with Tommy Zizo on the Wild Wave and had a great time fishing albacore. Been there, done that. It's a wonderful thing to do. I'm a trout guy. But I'll tell you what, folks, if you've never done it, it's one of those things you need to experience. It's one of those most exciting things. It's almost like, I don't know, it's like going into a different world of fishing, or at least it was for me, something I didn't know anything about. But the assistance that you get, not only from the captain on board, but from all the other anglers on there giving you suggestions. Don't be shy if you're not truly experienced at this. But it is an opportunity where you need to have the right gear, the right tackle, and everything to make it all happen. Tony, are they bringing their own tackle for this? Are you furnishing? How does it work? Uh, we've got everything covered. Bring a fishing license and a lunch and uh, and show up. But yeah, it's been real good fishing. Big, great albacore. A lot of 20 to 30-pound kind of stuff. And uh and been seeing somebody you were talking about just being in a different world out there. Um, there's, we've seen a handful of swordfish over the last few trips out there. Uh, there's been some sighting on some giant bluefin, some bluefin that are two, 300 pounds coming out of the water. None of those have been landed, but, uh, but those have been around. One of my buddies got spooled by something giant a couple of days ago. <laughs> and, uh, there was a yellowtail caught the other day. And there's been a few Dorado scenes swimming around out there. And, uh, so it's, uh, yeah. Going into another world. Well, Fort Bragg's not that far from you, and they really did have an explosion of warm water pelagic fish hit that area. Everything from Dorado, bluefin, I guess they had albacore, yellowfin also. I don't know. Did they have yellowtail? They, uh, there was probably a yellowtail or two caught, and the big eye were really the, uh, the story down there. There were about, uh, probably 20 big eye caught that were between 100 and, and pushing 200 pounds. Jeez. <laughs> what a surprise for somebody out there. And what a surprise for you too. It's just a wonderful gift after everything that's been going on for anglers to have the opportunity to go out there. So folks, you California anglers, if you want to go out there with him right now, you need to make that call. Tony, what a number do they need to call if they want to get on board and have this wonderful experience that may never happen again off our coast? Yeah, best way to handle it is uh, shoot me a text right now. I'm heading out on the water right now. And, uh, but if you shoot me a text, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll answer them in the order they came in here today when I, uh, when I get off the water this afternoon and, uh, we can take a look at what's on the books and where we can pitch in. Well, let's get them that. 707-845-9588. That number, that number again. Uh, go ahead and repeat it, Tony. 707. <laughs> yeah. Two, you two fishermen. We need all the help we can get. 707-845-9588. If you're not dialing right now, you're making a big mistake. Get a buddy, get on board and have a spectacular time up there with Greenwater Fishing Adventures. Tony, give them the number one more time. Go yeah, ahead. You can check out the pictures. Uh, go, if, if you're on Facebook, just go to Greenwater Fishing Adventures on Facebook and you can check out what we've been doing there. My phone number's on there, all that kind of stuff. You got it, Tony. Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, I hope our listeners take you up on the offer and get on board with you right away. Sounds good. Take care, guys. Thank you, Tony. We appreciate the updates as always. That number one more time, 707-845-9588, eight miles off the coast up there in Eureka, folks. You don't want to miss that. We'll be right back after this quick break. Stick around. You're going to get hooked. 
Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorenz Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance is the perfect locator for you. Brad's sight, sit, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad's Super Baits and Cut Plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's Killer Fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal Guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved it's time for rving and destination sponsored by manteca trailer and motorhome since 1970 manteca trailer and motorhome has cared for their customers with warm personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence they offer customers great value and pricing on industry leaders such as jaco winnebago newmar and many more you'll be amazed by the selection of new and used rvs toy haulers fifth wheels trailers and motorhomes and the huge inventory to choose from recipient of the west coast dealer of the year and multiple best of awards Manteca trailer and motorhome has become one of northern california's highest volume rv dealers and now here's sep with another great reason to be outdoors and rving getting ready to hit the road this weekend if you're a seasoned traveler your rv already has tools on board to handle emergencies like pliers wrenches duct tape and those things you can't live without but you still need to double check on other things like flashlights and lanterns do the batteries need changing do you have extra batteries on board how about your first aid kit replace those band-aids you might have used on previous trips have you got plenty of sunblock lotions bug bite remedies sunglasses is there enough toilet paper on board for god's sakes Bags for garbage and trash. How about road flares? Check out the generator and fuel. Is it running properly? And you'll certainly need windshield cleaner. Think through the plans of your meals plus snacks that you're going to need, especially if you're going to stay in a semi-secluded location, not too close to general stores. This is important if you're planning a longer trip or just the weekend, too. It's possible to restock on the road, but you need to locate major grocery outlets with parking spaces that will accommodate your RV rig. And while you're thinking meals, be sure to turn on your refrigerator a day or two before you leave so it'll be cold when you're ready to load it and leave. 
Besides thinking through your meals, think about other supplies you might need, like cool weather gear, extra blankets, dish soap, cleanser, dirty laundry bags, plus games, decks of cards, and books. It might rain, and the TV might not always work. And God forbid you lose the Internet. And be sure to check out travel applications covering your destinations. They can help you make plans, locate campgrounds and RVs, and put you on the road to the travel to the right places and more. So your RV becomes more and more like a home the more you travel in it. It's a wonderful way to get out and enjoy the outdoors. And the more you go, the more efficient you become. And with a great checkoff list, you'll be pretty calm and heading out to your next adventure. Go for it. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and the huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The -the state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Henderson. Well, we've heard about Sturgeon, Albacore, Halibut, a little bit about Stripers, a little bit about Bass. I'd like to know what the hell is going on with the king salmon in our state. They are moving from the ocean. They aren't up the feather. They aren't up the... Well, I can't say they aren't. There's just not huge quantities up there yet. They're trickling in. They're hanging out in holes and whatever. But there are so many fish that were out in the ocean that have disappeared. Well, that means that they're between the Golden Gate Bridge and someplace up above Sacramento. Well, I'm going to take you to one of the sources that's about as close as you can get to them. Let's hook up right now with Ghost Bait and Tackle. Cedric Ghostin joins us live right now. Good morning, Cedric. Good morning, Seth. Tell us about it. Is there a hole out there at that confluence with about a half a million fish in it right now? I tell you, it feels like it. It feels like it felt like it best last week when the weather was so warm. This weather cooling, this weather, this weather cooling off and the little bit of rain that we're going to be experiencing is going to show us where they're at is my guess. Well, yeah, you're still my thunder, but I tell you what, they're here. There's some have already gone past north and they're catching them up north, but the deal is they're seeing more fish. I did a, I did a, Kind of a, I, I go out and kind of scout every once in a while, usually about once a week. And I ran into a California fishing wildlife biologist. He said they've seen more fish. There's more fish in the system than they've seen in 10 years. They're in There's there. There's no question. And they are warm. The water's warm, and they're just lethargic, and, and they're not moving. So I'm super excited about this temperature change and the water we're going to get starting tomorrow. Well, as soon as it starts coming down, they're going to start sensing it. The colder temperatures, they've probably already experienced a little bit of change down there. Not a lot in the water temperature, but they know that there are some zones out there that are a little cooler than others, and that's where they're hanging. Do you suspect that that confluence there, the deep hole out front, is just loaded right now, too? Well, that some the ones that were loaded there at the opener, those kind of pushed up. I was up on the feather, and I saw fish jumping. 
zip. I thought they were stripers. The way they were turning, I I I I, I pulled out a rod and started throwing plugs and looked closer. These are salmon turning. The, the feather is lo- the feather is loaded because there's more water coming out now. They're they're sending out more water. Um, what happened at the, uh, the the confluence of the of American and Sac is that they cut down the flows out of the American. Ah, so that cool and, and, that cooler water didn't mix in as well. Correct, correct. So the the cooler water now is in the feather. Well, I know that there are guys that are out there with uh, twin eighteen inch screens on the front of their boat, and probably a third one on the back of his boat that uh, probably has got down scan on, side scan on, and just his regular locator feature on, in addition to water temperatures. And they mm-hmm. must be watching television down there of tons of fish sitting there or slowly moving by. There are a lot of fish in the system. A lot of them are already starting to move up. And you're very right. These fish are making surges up there right now. They're just spreading out all over the place. And because of the warm water, they're lethargic. They're not biting. But, boy, you know what's going to happen, don't you, Cedric? I know. I know exactly. For right now, uh, I mean, we can get excited about what's going to happen at any point in time because I, we, we stand to have a, a, one of the better seasons we've had in a long time, and it's going to hit hard and fast because there's already a significant amount of fish in the system, and more continue going to come up as we get cooler temps, as we get better flows. Well, but right a- now what I'm finding real quick here is what we have a tendency to do is back troll, sit on a bunch of fish. Well, if those fish aren't active, nothing's going on and some of the guys with the flows are sometimes slow where they're where they're anchored they're not getting the action on the with the lures i had a couple guys who pulled anchor and pulled and trolled a plug and caught fish because they got more action and they moved around and got to some active fish yeah if you're anchored up and you don't have enough water movement there your lure is just kind of hanging out there and not creating a lot of vibration and it's not really attracting too many fish they might get a little po that it's in their way but that's about it Exactly. And I just had a guy uh, come in here scrambling to buy a net because he lost one last night right before, uh, right at sunset. So he broke off because his friend couldn't help him land it. So he came to buy his own net. So <laughs> that was just I'd be bringing a new friend next time, too. Hey, well, he was on the bank. That was a bank fisherman. Go ahead. Hey, what other things are going on out there? I mean, I think it's great for salmon, but uh, what other things are going on out there that guys are interested in right now? They're constantly catching stripers. We had a couple 30, 30 inch plus, 30 plus inches last week. I posted those on my Facebook. I mean, they've been, the striper's been in the system pretty much all year. I mean, we did have one. It was really hot. You know, it was primarily shakers, but the quality of the fish is going to improve with the cooler temperatures as well. And I've got guys already yelling for, uh, ghost shrimp. So we're going to start bringing those in next week because they're, they're going to start hunting sturgeon at the mouth. And, uh, there, there's yeah. going to be sturgeon moving all over the place as, as these rains start coming too. This really is the trigger for a lot of the different species, folks. They're all going to know that, Hey, we got to put on the feed bag. We got to feed like mad. Winter's coming. We got to load up and get ready for it. So it is your chance to get out there and intercept these fish. And one of the places you can stop by right here in West Sacramento on West El Camino is ghost bait and tackle. You can stop in there and get everything you need. I'm sure you got tray baits in stock right now. Yes, sir. What kind you got? You got blues and greens and all that good stuff. We got blue and green, yeah, and uh, we got uh, anchovies and we've got herring. 
Well, I can just give you all a hint. Get the fattest ones you can find because it's got more meat and got more smell. Yeah, we'll be getting mud suckers here in the next couple days, so we're getting ready for striper to take off as well. And and the salmon fishing, you know, they're both pretty easy to get into if you're not already into it. You want to go out and catch a fish, you just need a pole and a spinner from the bank. You don't need a boat. You don't need $2,000. Hey, 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 everybody <laughs> needs a boat. Some of us sell boats for a living. <laughs> hey, no, I mean, I mean, you know, guys into it. I mean, that's the way you make a fisherman. You get right. them out and have a good time with a real simple entry. That's exactly know? it. And you know what? You've got all the rods, reels, and tackle that they need right there. They can just stop in there, pick it up on the way, and you've also got the lures, silver trons, and everything else that they need to catch the dang mm-hmm. things. Yes, sir. Silver trons, flying seas, slammer spinners, jigs. Some guys are jigging still, too. Make sure you're using a single hit hook above uh, of the freeway. Absolutely. You don't want to get in trouble out there. Well, Cedric, give them the address and the phone number for out there so they can stop in and check out Ghost Bait and Tackle and get all their needs before they head to the water. Except we're just off I-5 on West El Camino at 2550. And uh, phone number is 916-692-8520. Hey, Cedric, what's the name of that little center right there? Gateway Oaks Plaza. Gateway Oaks. I never can Yeah, we're at the intersection of uh, West El Camino and Gateway Oaks. I drove by there this morning, and I looked. I couldn't read that damn sign on the corner. It was too dark out there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's blame it on the dark. (laughs) (laughs) Go speak. You didn't have your readers on, Seth. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much it. And my headlights go straight, not to the right. Cedric Ghoston mm-hmm. at Ghost Bait and Tackle, folks. Stop in, check him out, and make sure you have what you need when you hit the water. Cedric, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. You have a great one. You do the same, my friend. Hey, it's about time for Mr. Fong, isn't it? Fishing is fun, but hooking is the only way. We're going to show you how to catch some fish today. Well, you know that only means one thing. The man himself, Mr. Alan Fong, the rod father from Fisherman's Warehouse Stores, joins us live, in the, not in the studio, but on the phone this morning. Good morning, Al. Morning. How you doing? Hey, what are you thinking of uh, the Sacramento River and the confluence area there? What are you hearing? Well, I was there Wednesday. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There's, um, there was probably about 20 boats. And three sea lions, and I fished. Only there. takes one. It only <laughs> takes one. But I was there for probably a couple hours, and I was grafting a lot of fish. But they're up high on the water column. The water's still seven in the low mid seventies, and neither the sea lions or any fishermen catch any. Really? So I, yeah. So I took off. And I have a lot of area that I fished up north. So I went probably halfway to the airport, grafted all my holes up there, and there's a lot of fish there, but they're traveling about 15 feet down, and they don't bite. But there's a ton of them. But I got friends that been this week did really well. Um, Austin, one of the managers over at the warehouse, he, he caught a lot of fish up in the feather. The water, they dropped that water so low, you could walk out there now from the bank, and there's quite a few guys out there lining, and they're catching a lot of fish. And then um, Austin got them in the American River yesterday morning. There's those fish of them. Were, and they- those fish were super clean. I saw Austin's video of those fish, and they were really good-looking fish. They're very, they're chrome. Yeah, are, really are those nice. fish that are just cruising up there, sitting there, and then may back off and go to their home river, or do you think those are early American River fish? 
Um, you know, who knows, but it's real early for the American, but they're in there right now. You know, there are so many fish out in the ocean. They had to go somewhere. Exactly. And the guys know what they're doing or catching them. And obviously I don't know what I'm doing. So. Well, <laughs> you know, if if you have those two big 18s up there on the bow and you got a jig with you, you got a big spoon down there, it's got to be frustrating as hell to see that many fish going by and nothing hitting it. Yeah, but I know if we – I'm praying it rains like hell on Sunday <laughs> and Monday. And then, you know, give it about three to five days and things are going to happen. Well, I – But there guys that are, that are lining – they're actually doing good because the water temperature in the American, it went, the current's not even hardly moving, you know, compared to when I was there like a month ago. And um, the water probably warmed up a little bit, but the Feather River's running a little, you know, they it was 3,500 a week and a half ago. Now it's only like 21, but it's probably, you know, it's probably 8 to 10 degrees colder than a sack. Yeah. And those and they, months, they, they they cut that water back a little bit too, so. It, well, there's no water in our reservoirs. <laughs> yeah, you notice that. You, you know, Alan, we yeah, mentioned Folsom twice. We, <laughs> yeah, twice. Folsom will go to five. Sorry, Seps. Folsom will go to five um, on Monday. Yeah, yeah it, things are going low. There's no doubt about it. But things are going to start filling up here, hopefully. Hey, we mentioned lining twice. I know there's a whole bunch of people out there that have no idea what lining is. I fish Alaska on the side of the. Kenai River, I know all about it. It has to do with leader lengths and that yep. line ending up in the fish's mouth and the hook ending up in the fish's mouth without it being a snag job. And it is a very effective technique out there, but it's also something that really needs to be mastered to be successful at it, isn't it? Especially right now because the longest leader you could use is six feet. Right. It was 12 and 15 feet. You know, it's pretty simple, but when you get to six, you got to, you have to do a lot of experimenting, and, you know, you have to get that line perfect. But, you know, they're catching them. You have to know how deep that line is sinking, how fast it's sinking, yep. how deep the water is down there, and where the fish are holding in that column of water down there. Your presentation has to just drift right down into their face. There's no doubt about that. And it, it's usually, you know, usually when you get up in the feather in American and the water's dropping down, those slots become narrower and smaller. So there's only certain areas where those fish will shoot up through. And if you get on one of them slots, you could have a heyday. Yeah, you could. Yeah. What, where are you so, going next? Um, I'm not sure. I'm going to head up to Berryessa. You know, I went out um, this Monday. I got a video on. I actually did a video on um, how to legitimately jig the correct way. And it's going to air this Monday. So, you know, you guys want to learn how to jig those salmon because it's going to happen here in the next couple of weeks. And that technique, that technique is going to work well every place that fish are holding in a hole or staging yep. before they head up a stream, folks. This technique is absolutely deadly. I've used it all over in Alaska. Are you going to drop some of your jigs down there too? Uh, yes, I did. The video is really nice because I explained everything how to do it. And, um, you know, I just want to pray that rain comes, you know, so maybe in the next week or two I'll get out there and do it. But I'm going to be heading to Berryessa. I'm going to be doing some videos on spooning and flutter spoons. 
So those will be out here pretty shortly also. Well, I'll tell you what, Big Nate was up there yesterday. I'll be talking to him at 7 o'clock, and uh, he spanked them, including a couple of really big kings. They went on lockjaw. They were absolutely shut down with that full moon. There is so much bait. I am not kidding. I've never seen this much bait. It probably looks like Clear Lake looks when it's just a great bait bloom going on out there. These fish are ripping through the schools, and they were fat, dumb, and happy the day I was there on Tuesday. The next day, it started picking up a little bit, but trolling four miles an hour, Alan. Four one to four three is what it took. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you have to, and then you got to have the right lures, otherwise you just spin. Exactly. Or yeah, I had a guy spin off a, a apex on me out there because I was doing like two nine at one point. It uh it's a tricky fishery and like your delta, it changes every day. Yeah, in the past years, you know, I've been up there many times, especially doing shows with Warren and had a spoon on, caught trout, catfish, rainbows. I actually caught um um brown in there. I didn't think there was any in there. And uh catfish and smallmouth, largemouth, everything. It's unreal. It's one of the best fisheries around. Well, I know it's, that is a great fishery and I just, I can't wait to hear what's going on with the spoon into these kings with this rain once it gets here. I, I've got one thing on my mind right now and it's everything busting loose for all the anglers in Northern California with this huge return of salmon that's supposed to be heading our way. A little rain may just wake them all up. Well, I think they, they've woken up. They're just hitting that warm water wall and they're saying, I'm not going any further till I hear or smell some fresh scent from my home river. And they're going to split, man. They're going to boogie. As soon as the first couple of teams clinch in baseball for the postseason, mm-hmm. the salmon will start biting. Oh, absolutely. It's just how it works. <laughs> every year. It also coincides with the second to third week of September every year, too, Zep. Hey, Alan, you had all kinds of great fishing opportunities, places that uh, people could go right now. What others do you think are number one and number two after what we've been talking about? Um. Right now, stripers, bass, and trout. So there's a lot of opportunities out there, and, you know, you just have to get out there. There's a lot of stripers in the system. They never made it to the bay this year. They're just hanging around in that between Cartinas and Rio Vista area, and they haven't left. And I don't know if it's because of the red tide, water temperatures, who knows. But, you know, they're going to – it cools off. They're going to start heading back this way. That's just a matter of – Seminar Thursday, how to catch big ones in shallow water. You doing one at uh, Fisherman's? Yep. What time on Thursday? Six o'clock, and I'm going to show how to use these big lures, how I go after big ones. Hey, you do not want to miss this, folks. If you have the opportunity, stop by Fisherman's Warehouse store right there in Sacramento. Big lures, you know what that means? Yeah. Bring your credit card. Bring a credit card. <laughs> Bring two credit cards. Bring your wife's credit card, too. You know, I got to tell you, just real quick, I was looking at some speedy shiners and stuff on the Internet, lures that used to be like $2.99, $3.19. Oh, welcome to reality. $7.99, $8.99. So I'm thinking, what are they selling tackle for this expensive? How can it be that expensive? I used to buy it all wholesale, so I look at SEP stuff now, 20 bucks. Yeah. Holy crap. There must be inflation going on someplace out there. There must be. Yeah, Yeah. but gas is only $2 a gallon, too. Yeah, I wish gas was $2 a gallon. No, then. Oh, yeah, then. Then. In the old days. You know, back then, I remember gas at uh, 19 cents, so don't go there, Alan. 
Yeah, I remember. I know you do. You're about my age. All right, Alan, we thank you so much for hooking up with us. And every week, Alan Fong from Fisherman's Warehouse and Alan Fong Outdoors are joining us here on the show the first Saturday and every month. He's live in the studio with us to talk about the great videos that he shoots on Alan Fong Outdoors on YouTube. You want to make sure you go there. Twice a week he puts it out. He's got one of them that's on a fishing trip and all the great results and information you need there. Then he sends out in the middle of the week great fishing reports to get you up to date so you can plan your trips. It's a great way to do it. And just get a subscription, folks. It's easy. It's free. Just push a button, and it shows up on your Internet ready to roll. And you can stay in tune with it just like I do with Alan. Alan, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again hey. next week, my friend. Yeah. All Bye. right. We'll see. I'll see him on Barry SL. He'll be up there probably this week, and I'll be sneaking up there this week, too. We'll be right back after this, but first I'd like you to listen to a little something. We all lost a good friend this week. Merlin Kolb, captain of the Real Magic, died in a tragic car accident. He will be missed. And please, listen to this. Merlin Cole was not just some fishing captain. He was one of those rare characters that would bring a smile to most everyone he met. He dearly loved kids and first-time anglers and took great pride in helping a client land their first salmon. He was the only person who could possibly get six older guys believing and performing the Krabby Dance. He loved his home harbor and often started his Facebook post with Welcome to Beautiful Bodega Bay as he truly loved and cherished his home waters and all people that call Bodega Bay home. Most of all, he was greatly respected by his clients and other captains for his professionalism, straight talk, on-the-water safety, and being the first to respond for any request for anything, from a fishing question to a tow home. We'll all miss him very much. Merlin would still be with us if he had been wearing his seatbelt. We hope this loss is not in vain, and that it causes you to think twice about wearing your seatbelts, and just as important, wearing your life jackets when on the water. Life is a precious thing. Join Gate Crasher Fishing and Captain Zach Medinas for an epic fishing adventure on California's Delta, San Francisco Bay, or out the gate. For professionalism and great service, join Gate Crasher Fishing for an impressive trip that will keep you returning season after season, no matter what species you pursue. Captain Zach believes in the tradition of harvesting sustainable fish, such as king salmon, rock cod, halibut, and striped bass, seasonally, and also fishes white sturgeon. Great for corporate team building, family recreation, or friends just having fun. Book now for the trip of your lifetime. Call Gate Crasher Fishing, 925-497-7171. And learn more at GateCrasherFishing.com. Come on out and experience our difference. Hook up. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outport, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. 
family operated for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny Lapinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.bucksoutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. There's a new ghost in town. There's a new ghost in town. Ghost Bait and Tackle at 2550 West El Camino Avenue in Sacramento, owned and operated by Cedric Ghostin. Ghost Bait and Tackle supplies anglers with all the fresh water, warm water, and saltwater tackle and accessories for a great day on the water. Rods, reels, live and frozen baits, swim baits, jigs, line, hooks, lures, spinners, terminal tackle, and a whole lot more. Located between I-5 and I-80 at 2550 West Del Camino Avenue, Ghost B&T opens at 5 a.m. seven days a week with easy on-off freeway access to save your valuable fishing time. Catch the fishing spirit with Ghost Bait and Tackle, 916-692-8520. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people, well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? France is the leader in marine electronics, design and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with Active Imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive Advantage service program. The new Live Series with Active Imaging and 3-in-1 Sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep-water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Now, now here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Hey, we're doing fine. Uh, we lost a good friend this weekend, and none of us can talk about it very much. No, it's um, it's uh, very sad. I had a fantastic partner. Yeah, I, understand, I understand Merlin was a great partner and a great friend, and we wish he was still around. But you know what, Mike? Merlin would want us to be doing the fishing report right now. Yes, so, sir. So been, let's have it's it. Been, it's been decent. You know, the, the big focus off the north coast has been uh, Albacore. There was a... A couple of days ago, there was like a hundred boats that launched out of Fort Bragg. And Fort Bragg 
doesn't have the launch capabilities to get a hundred boats out. So it was a what I hear is a you know, a bit of a, a of a cluster f bomb, and um, but some really good uh, scores. We're seeing albacore up there. They're seeing some big eyed tuna, some yellowfin, some bluefin, even some dorado being caught. So there's a lot of exotics. And there was a picture of one of the San Diego, the Intrepid out of San Diego. <laughs> I saw up. that. What did he, how many like, miles is that? Like 600? 600. 600. How many Those captains are good. You know, the, the, those guys know their game. So it's been, it's been the warm water offshore. The good news, Sep, is that off the Sonoma Coast, I just looked at the buoy conditions uh, uh, off Bodega Bay. 10 minutes ago, water temp off Bodega Bay at the buoy, 52 degrees. Oh, man. That's going to bring salmon in. What We had a huge influx this past week. Of, a bunch of whales showed back up. So those whales are chasing all the uh, all the anchovies that are that are offshore. But the good news is, is that typically where the anchovies and the whales are, the salmon are going to be. So we might go into the fall and see some decent action. Mostly on next year's fish as we go into the weeks ahead. A lot of the fish are headed towards the Golden Gate. Salmon fishing has been up and down. It's mostly about a half fish per rod for uh, for the uh, six-pack boats and even the, uh, the the bigger boats. Ricky Powers, had, he hooked 10 salmon. I think that was last uh, Monday or Tuesday. Uh, landed five of them. But the quality of the rockfish and lean cod that Ricky has been coming in, I saw uh, – Rick come in on Thursday. I was down at the, down at the harbor. Some huge sacks and some huge lingcod up to the the, the, the twenty pound mark. So the wings are on their on their fall munch. There's albacore offshore. There's a few salmon to be had along the Marin Coast and the Sonoma Coast if you're fishing out to about a hundred feet of water. And uh, there's still plenty of opportunities out there. We got some rain coming in, and that's going to change everything. Hopefully, up on the rivers. It's going to cool those water temps down and allow those fish that are transitioning from the ocean and into the bays to start moving up river. You know, way up, they're seeing some pretty good counts up around the the uh, the barge hole, but on the lower river, it's been it's been decent. But I would expect a little bit more at this time for the action that we've been seeing out on the coast. Well, the fish are hanging high in the water, no doubt about that. They're in like the top 15 feet over the holes and stuff. It's making them really tough to fish, too close to the back of your boat to be back trolling and other such methods. But it's going to happen. It's going to happen big. Mike predicted this is going to be one of the biggest years and stuck his neck way out that next year is even going to be better than this one. I'm just looking at the ocean conditions and what I see on our back deck. When you see in a single day multiple shakers under 20 inches, multiple two-year-olds that are, you know, 20 to 24, and then all these big silver suitcases that guys have been bringing in. Um, just tells me that uh, the conditions are going to be really good. And uh, I'm looking forward to another great season. And I just want to thank, uh, I'm really proud to be on the board of the uh, Golden State Salmon Association. We've been pushing hard to get these fish trucked during the uh, drought. And it's allowing our our salmon seasons to remain open. And allowing us to have a viable salmon population that seems exactly. to be dwindling as a result of the drought and possibly even management. But we'll see. We'll see what happens when we get water right back again. And we all know that'll happen eventually. Hell, we'll be flooding before we know it. Mike, thanks for hooking up with us. we got to run, my friend. You take care, and I will see you again real soon. Thanks, guys.
Mr. Mike Ogney with USAFishing.com and was co-owner of The Real Magic along with Merlin Kolb. We'll be right back after this. There's a lot more show coming right after this quick break. And we're going to kick it off in just a minute with Captain Nate Kelsch. Barryessa, Big Nate's Guide Service. He spanked him yesterday and showed me how to do it. We'll be right back after this quick break. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Quail Point's opening day will be Saturday, October 22nd. We'll be planting pheasants, quail, and chucker Wednesdays through Sundays from 8 to 3. Come out and use your bird card or day shoots are available all season long. Remember, in the early season, conditions are still warm and dry, so bring plenty of water for your dog. They may be in great shape, but typically aren't conditioned to hunt hard for long periods of time that early in the season. Sporting clays are available Thursdays through Sundays till then if you're looking to get your gun out and warm up for the season as well. Check out all the details at quailpoint.com or give us a call at 530-735-6217. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lawrence electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all, and their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lawrence Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lawrence Live and the full line of Lawrence products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Henderson. Wasting no time, I want to get right back into it. I had the opportunity to head up to Berryessa with my buddy Bob Smalley on Tuesday. We went up and watched fish race through school after school of minnows and bait fish, ripping them apart, moving all over the body of the lake. They were everywhere. We came down in close to Skiers Cove. They were all over the place. Think they'd touch a lure? Hell no. They were fatter than I am because there's so much bait out there. They had lockjaw. Maybe they were anywhere. bass. Did you ever think of that? No, they were not bass. <laughs> bass don't swim that fast. Trust me. And I got a guy on the phone right now that kind of figured it all out. He he and I were working together, on, as a matter of fact, the day that I got skunked up there. But 
I know there's fish there, and so does he. Every day is different. Joining us right now from Big Nate's Guide Service, Captain Nate Kelsch joins us. Good morning, Nate. Hey, good morning, Sap. Those are strange fish. When they're full, they're full, dude. I'll tell you what, man. They, they'll, they'll end up just focusing on one thing, and if you don't have it, you're not going to hit them. That's for sure. Well, I'll tell you. You, you told me to get up to three miles an hour. I'm going, man, three miles an hour. All right, speedy shiners. I got some other lures that do well at those speeds. We were everywhere. We even used Alan's tip of the little bit of anchovy on the single barb on the hook, just as a nice little scent, realistic scent. That wasn't doing it. But you went out the next day and got into some, didn't you? We did. We did. You know, the... uh the bite uh, thing, thank God, man, we've, we've, we've been on just a, a crazy good bite lately. Um, every day's changing. We're, uh, we're switching from Rapala's to rolling bait, um, running optimizer spoons up to four, 4.2 miles an hour. Um, every day seems to change, but as long as you have the whole arsenal on the boat, you'll, you'll end up, uh, you'll end up finding them and, uh, getting on them pretty good. Well, you know, the whole arsenal gets a little expensive nowadays. I was going over, I said, where the hell is my blue and silver four and a half inch speedy shiner? I couldn't find it. So I'm thinking, I'll well, just go on the internet and order a couple right now. Little piece of metal with a treble hook's getting like seven and a half bucks now. I'm telling you, um, hey, and that, that blue and chrome, uh, we, uh, little thing we have on the boat, blue and chrome takes us home. Um, blue and blue and chrome has been, uh, has been putting the majority of the fish in the boat for us along there with, uh, with the watermelon. And folks, speedy shiners are made to be trolled quickly. That's why they call them speedy shiners. And you can get a lot more action out of them by putting a little bit more bend in them, can't you, Nate? You can. And, uh, the number one thing that I see people, uh, people doing is running them too slow. Um, when you, when you run these speedy shiners, you're running optimizer spoons, you gotta run them over three miles an hour. I mean, we're, we're running them three, five to, to four miles an hour. Um, sometimes we go up, uh, into the low fours. Um, we're not trying to give these fish too much time to look at the lure. We're looking for a reaction bite and, uh, that's, that's the best spoon for it. Now, when you were out there uh, yesterday, you picked up that looked like about a what a six, six and a half, and about a four and a half or five in the king salmon. We had we had we had a six and a half, a six, a five and a half, a five, a four and a half. I think we had a four, and then uh, and then we rounded out uh, our our fish for the day probably with a couple of trout in the twos, and then a couple a couple more smaller kings. Um, we were done at 9 a.m. I mean, we were, we, we were smacking them and, and the bite was on fire. So it was really a crappy day of fishing then. <laughs> I'll tell you, man, each, each day changes, but, uh, days like that really, uh, really make you appreciate the, uh, the good ones. That's for sure. Yeah. You know what else it does? You had two gentlemen there holding up their fish with the biggest smiles on their face and they didn't know it, but the guy holding the camera had a bigger smile on his face because he got to go home early that day. I couldn't, I couldn't stop smiling yesterday. Um, that, 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 that was one of the best bites we've experienced yet this year. Nate, um, one of the things uh, that people are having a hard time swallowing, including me, is why are these fish that were laying down on the bottom three weeks ago, why are they up in the top 30 feet of water right now hitting things from 10 to 30 feet? All the baits there. Uh, the, the water's warm, but those fish are coming up to feed. And right now, the, I mean, they're, they're really, really, really gorging on this bait. Um, we have, we have threadfin shad in the lake that are anywhere from two to four inches. 
and uh, all the bait fish seem to be from the surface down to about 40 feet. Um, if, if you're running your if you're running your rigs down below that, you're not getting bit. Um, you know, we're running everything from 12 feet down to about 45 feet, and uh, it's you know once you once you once you find the fish that want to bite, you just have to stay on top of them. Um, we we've been moving all over the lake. Uh, yesterday we ended up running north, um, going up past Big Island, and uh, we found a school of fish that's never never uh, had anybody on them, no pressure at all, and they just went crazy. Well, ramps are a trick at Berryessa in some locations. Markley Cove, which is open and you can launch on it, is down to a single ramp right now. So you want to get out there early if you're going on a warm day when every water skier and his brother might be out there, but. If you're uh, shooting out there, make sure you get out there early. Get down the ramp. It's very dark early, like at 6 o'clock. We had to have flashlights to get us down the ramp. It's pretty steep. But they had a pothole down at the bottom at Markley Cove. So you, we're moving off to the side a little bit. So there's only one ramp being used at a time. But it's still easy to get launched and out there. And they've got a third ramp that I understand that's down there a little bit further. And I know there's a dirt, old dirt ramp down around the corner later on, too. But I don't think we're going to need that. I think we're going to get the water, the cooler temperatures. And, and Nate, uh, you and I probably in agreement on this that get ready for a fantastic fall fishing at Berryessa because it's going to totally bust. Oh, I hope so. If, uh, if, if yesterday and these past couple of weeks have been, uh, been a sign of what's to come, we're really in for a great bite coming up in the fall. Um, the, the best month, the best months, you know, we aren't even there yet. Um, usually September slows down a bit for us and then October, November picks up. Um, I just hope that it really carries over for the next two, three months. Well, the cool thing is we're just coming out of the full moon. We got a storm coming in and we've got barometric changes. All you got to do is let that barometer stabilize a little bit. After a storm or before a storm, and folks, it's going to be Katie bar the door. Get your boat full of gas, get your gear, get the tackle that you need, or book a trip with Big Nate's Guide Service and get on Berryessa so that you can learn exactly what to do yourself or just have an enjoyable day on the water with Nate. Give them all the hookup info they need, Nate, so they can get out there and do the same thing we're going to be doing this coming week. Hey, thanks, Seth. Uh, everyone can find me on uh, on Facebook at Big Nate's Guide Service. Uh, my phone number is 916-860-9180. Uh, we, we just filled up, uh, everything for September. Um, we got, uh, we got some, we're booking right now into the uh, second week of October. Um, you know, the, the dates are filling up quick guys with this, with this fast bite that we're on. Um, get, get on the books as soon as you can. Um, we're, we're, we're on a, we're on a great grade of fish and, um, it, hopefully it, uh, continues for the next month or two. Big Nate's Guide Service, 916-860-9180. Don't miss the opportunity. Book your trips now. Otherwise, you're going to miss out just like I did on a trip on the 28th with him. (laughs) That'll never happen again. I'll book and go by myself before I wait for a friend to get back to me. Nate, thanks so much, bud. I appreciate you sharing the information not only with me, but with our listeners out there making them a better fisherman and showing them the opportunities that exist. Take care, my friend, and thanks much. Hey, thanks, Seth. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. You got no choice in the matter. Talk to you then. Hey, Ken, it's about time for uh, gun owners, isn't it? It is, and if you want to celebrate with gun owners of California their victories in the California legislature, then you can come join GOC at their Fairfield Vacaville dinner to be held at the Jelly Belly Factory in Fairfield. That's going to be Friday night, September the 30th. 
It's a prime rib dinner catered by Kinder's Barbecue. Uh, yeah, the, you know, the world famous barbecue sauce company. Uh, that's Friday, September the 30th, and, uh, they're doing wine and beer. Gonna be a great night. Make sure that you get your, uh, tickets or a whole table, uh, by giving gun owners of California a call at area code 916-984-1400 or get all the information at gunownersca.com. It is time, winner number 38 of the 2022 Gun Owners of California 52 Guns, 52 Weeks Raffle, ticket number 776, Nathan Tillman of Georgetown, California. Nate, I hope you hear this. You're probably evacuated right now. Congratulations. You just won a Benelli Super Black Eagle semi-auto shotgun in Max 5 camo. Uh, and 12 gauge, pretty awesome, uh, waterfowl gun. The staff at gun owners will be giving you a call and get you all taken care of on the proper paperwork. Gun owners of California in their 47th year of fighting for your gun rights and get ready because tickets for the 2023 52 guns in 52 weeks raffle are now available. You just call the office and uh, order your tickets now. They'll get you all taken care of. You won't miss a week. Tidelines Guide Service and Captain James Netzel offers professionally guided trips from Sierra and Foothill Lakes to the Feather and Sacramento Rivers and the productive California Delta. Whether it's trolling a favorite lake for trout, kokanee, or landlocked salmon, or fighting a 50-pound king on the river, James Netzel and Tidelines Guide Service guarantee an enjoyable, comfortable one-on-one experience in one of his two fully rigged boats. A 22-foot Bolton Pro Ski Skiff that seats five for fishing lakes and a 23-foot Rogue Jet Chinook that can comfortably seat six. Used for the river and Delta waterways. Fish the peak times with one of the best. Folsom Lake Rainbows in January and February. Delta Stripers and Orville Kings from late February through May. Stampede and Lake Tahoe Kokanee and Mackinac are targeted from April through September. Then, it's back to the Valley Rivers for the annual King Salmon Runs. Check out fishtightlines.com or call toll-free 888-975-0990. Licensed, bonded, insured, and permitted on all waters fished. Avoid the hassle. Go with Tidelines Guide Service and share an enjoyable day on the water loaded with fun and memories with family or friends. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's killer fishing gear on Facebook or or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury Outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury Outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury Outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fish and Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. 
turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us now is the man himself, Mr. Randy Pringle, the fishing instructor. And you know why he's here? Because Steve Carson is on Didn't the searcher. Didn't answer his phone. <laughs> no, he's on the searcher on another long-range trip right now. Good morning, Mr. Pringle. Oh, so you say I'm second fiddle. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. To Steve yeah. T- yeah, to Carson? Yeah, you absolutely. Might, you might be... You might be third because I couldn't get Billy Egan. Yeah. Do you have well, a? Oh, I mean, you know, man. If you go down the list, you know, you just go down the list. You well, Seth went right for the knife to the back. Yeah. Well, why not? Yeah. You know, tournament directors for the, for the second dem fella there. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was pretty good. What's going on, man? Uh, with the with the pure fishing pro staff tip of the week, what do you have for us? All kinds of stuff that came out at ICAST, getting ready to hit you the know, shelves. Yeah, it really is. I was over at uh, your friends at the Fisherman's Warehouse doing a seminar the other night on Thursday night over there in Manteca, and uh, I was showing off the new slobber knocker. And for you people that don't know what the new slobber knocker is, it's actually a bladed jig, and it's a unique concept. It has a spindle that goes through the front of the jig head, so it gets away from that... Uh, fixed location of an eye so that they can make their own. Right. And so Berkeley has come out with that and it's it's the real deal. Um I'm always concerned with a bladed jig is when you throw it out, hit the water, you start to retrieve it and it doesn't wobble. You have to kick it to make it wobble. And so this one, you know, when they sent me a few to test drive them and uh I was fishing that that boat owners company out of there out of the Delta and um, that was one of the baits that we were throwing, and it it's the real deal. So pure fishing's got a win on that. Well, it our buddy, our buddy Skeet well. Reese's, our buddy Skeet Reese's designed a a trailer for that bait, uh, and I, it, you're going to kill me because I can't remember the name of it, but I think it it's, is the it's deal. Funny you should say that because it's on the bait now, and the guys asked me at the Fisherman's Warehouse, you go, hey, what's what's the name of that trailer? And I go, uh, um. <laughs> I think it's the deal, isn't it? No. Well, the deal was a while back. There's a brand new one that came out and it also won soft plastic. Yeah. It's got, it's got perforated uh, segments in the back and you're probably Googling it right now because I, I'm not on my uh, computer, but it's got, I'm sorry to throw that, I'm, I'm sorry to throw that curveball at you, but, but yes, I know Skeet designed, um, some trailers for, uh, for the vibrating jig, slobber knocker, uh, and, uh, and, you know, he's, he's told me how good they are, but in typical Skeetry's fashion, he hasn't given me any. <laughs> well, you know, uh, and when I talked to Ray over there, he said that they're going to be allocating them out because they just can't get enough of them in because the, the supply and demand, like everything else. Yeah. That pure fishing and most manufacturers are running into. You just can't get enough of the newer style stuff. So everybody's going out. We've got a lot of fishermen. Um, I heard your segment just right before mine. Um, and, uh, it, except you're 100% correct. You got to get a little bit of w- weather change. And once we balance out, uh, we're going to find that this weather is going to be just awesome. Because it's cooling down to a level that could withstand 
all the different baits like the slobber knocker. Mm-hmm. And then one of the other things that a pure fishing tip of the week is I'm hearing a lot of people are all into, again, it's the rage again, is adding scent to their baits that they're punching and they're casting out on the California Delta. It's been like, oh, yeah, you have any scent to the boat? You have this? Well, here's your pure fishing tip of the week. Berkeley already has it. <laughs> yeah, comes right there in the plastic. Details. There it is. It's in the plastic. So when you open up the bag, you go, yeah. And if you don't Where believe you that, stick your head in the compartment of Randy's boat and give yourself a good whiff, and you'll know what all yeah. that stuff smells like. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It, it's really bad. But, yeah. you know, the key the key on all that is it's real simple. If, especially when that weather changes like that, if you do slow down, and you're not throwing the reaction style like a slobber knocker or the other baits that pure fishing sells, you can go right over to James Smith's boat and then go fish a pin fishing reel out on the Caledon. Yeah. They got it all. See, that's our that's our pure fishing pro staff tip of the week. Sep, he's got us covered right there. There you have it. That's the pro staff boom, tip of the week boom, for sure. You know, yeah. Randy it's being the fishing instructor, Randy runs a is guide service, the fishing instructor guide service, right. in addition to BBT's. Best bass tournaments, but yeah. right now, he's got nothing to do except fish. No, he's stringing duck decoys right now, actually, uh-huh. is what he's doing. He's painting them and getting new lead on there, and he's getting some Well, it's know, a good cord. thing that your club is down south, Randy. Right. Because uh, they, California doesn't is running out of reservoirs and water, and they just closed Shasta. Also, the big... They just closed Shasta. They just closed. Let me read this to you. Wow. Has announced that the Shasta Valley Wildlife Area in Siskiyou County will be closed to waterfall hunting for the entirety of the 2022 season. That is in addition to America's first waterfowl refuge is dry. The Klamath Basin is dry for the first time in history. Tule Lake Klamath Basin will be dry, and that's always a first of October opening, first Saturday in October opening for the year. So now we don't have another spot up north for these fish to hang out and rest. This is going to have a huge... Not fish. They're ducks. This is going to have a huge impact on shooting fish. There's no... (laughs) Yeah, it, it, it is. Well, it has an impact because that's where they... That's where they, they rest, you know, and they, exactly. you know, when, as they work their way down, you know, through the Pacific Northwest and. Now is and, Randy uh, sitting there rest. with the Los Banos Club saying, fine, they can come down and rest here? Randy hopes, but you know, we don't you, know what, you know, they don't I, have I mean, to put. You guys, these, these birds, they get their babies. Yeah. They have eggshells on them. They hit the clam and basin. They need to sit there and grow a little bit. Yeah. Feed up, grow, experience. And that's what these birds need. They need that experience Mm -hmm. of that long flight. And there's holes as they rest. Just like when we make a long trip, we allocate X spots to rest before we get to our destination. And without those rest spots, you can decimate a species yeah, that quick. exactly. I flew in yesterday, Randy, over the over the top of the valley, you know, coming into Sacramento, and was blown away the number of uh, of normal fields that would have rice in them this time of year that are that are dry. They're just there's just dirt that didn't plant them because of the water situation. A lot of those farmers used insurance money or or, or funding from the government, um, but if they don't plant, they don't have to flood for decomp, and if they don't flood for decomp to de you know to to uh to decompose that rice straw because they can't burn it anymore 
They flood to do it, and they don't need to flood it. They're not going to pay for the water in those dirt fields. Uh, then that cuts the feed down for the birds, and it cuts their resting area down as well. Yeah, it's it's going to have a big impact. It is on it this year. There's no question it, about it's, it. It's um, it's a shame because when we do have phenomenal rain years, when we do have that, we have nothing to hold it. Everybody starts worrying about the age of our dams. The the uh, they don't hold. We're only going to put up to sixty or seventy percent of water. Uh, we're we can't. We got to let this out. We got to do that. It's just I wish somebody with a different thought pattern that would help us out in this state, this great state of California, would work with water, work with management of wildlife and game, and, you know, with the fishery, and just have it in the best interest of the animals, the fish, and the people who like to, you know, utilize that industry. You guys do a great job. But it's like it's fallen on deaf ears every time we open up mouths. Oh, it is. Well, there was an interesting meeting that we'll hear more about from Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, in a few minutes with the water people and the fishermen this uh, on, I believe, Thursday night. So uh, there's going to be some discussions about that, I'm certain, in the future. Our, you're so right about water. It's it's just we've, we're locked into so many allocations that are mandatory that they have to do. I got a feeling they got to say, Everything's canceled and we're starting over is what we're going to have to do eventually. But I'm no professional in water. That's for certain. Randy, I want to thank you. You don't have to be a professional in water. Just make more places to store it when we get it. Yeah, I remember remember the Auburn Dam that they were going to build. Well, they built it for a few years, then they decided to stop. That might have made a huge difference right now, too, in the Sacramento area, especially Folsom and many of the places around here. In any event... We can discuss politics all the time, but I think our politicians are doing just a wonderful job. <laughs> They're splendid. Yes. And I use the word splendid nicely. Yes, yeah, so do I. Very nicely. Randy, thanks for filling in, not only for Steve Carson, but filling in and giving us a great bass segment out there. But, folks, if you'd like to get out with a fishing instructor, Randy, give them all the hookup information they need so I can, be, you can become a perfect bass fisherman just like Randy made me in four hours. You know, bass fishing is great. The stripers are just whacking right now. It's a good time. Come on out. My number is area code 209-543-6260, or you can go through the web, thefishinginstructor.com. Hey, Thanks. you guys have a great time. Thank you guys very much. You guys get on those fish, huh? Thanks, Randy. We appreciate you all the time. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, where's Marilyn? It's about time for Get a Clue. Get a clue. Get a clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, Tackle, fishing gear, or bait. You can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. It's very true. Playing outdoors requires advanced preparation. To play by the rules, have your license or licenses 
for what you plan on doing and carry the necessary paperwork. There's usually confusion about what's right, so do your research and be familiar with the regulations and the laws. Seasons, times, and locations can vary, and where you've gone in the past may no longer apply. Opportunities are definitely fewer, creating additional traffic at alternate spots. Plus, there are fires burning in the state, creating hazards, so ensure that where you want to go is where you can go. Fishermen, hunters, and outdoors folks, be prepared and be respectful of each other. Don't abuse the resources. Take what you can use, not everything you can get. Get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and well. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting? fishing and outdoor store guns fishing and other stuff in vacville has everything you need for the great outdoors hunting and fishing gear guns and ammo and plenty of camo for you hunters they're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family and now here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with general manager travis morgan good morning Seth. good morning kent how's it going guys well the change of the weather has been great we went out deer hunting on monday morning me and pop played hooky and took a friend of ours out. We seen a few nice bucks. Seen one real nice fork and horn. He's real heavy horn, tall and wide. Then we ran across the two by three, which our friend shot. And we got that one out. A couple nice bucks and we seen a couple others moving around. So that tells me the cool weather they're moving. Also, both these bucks we seen were running with does. So they've started the rut. And with only a couple weeks left in the season in A zone, need to get out with the cool weather and get you your buck. You should have good success this time of year. 
I myself will be gone this weekend up to the North Country scouting our property for hunting. We're going out late October, and I'm hoping to get some really good weather by then, get either rain or snow in the high country, make it a fun hunt. Also coming up, we're going to have a sale in the store, and it's going to be a big clearance sale, and stuff is going to be anywhere from 5 to 50% off, depending on the items. So you need to come in and check that out, and we'll also have more information on that on our Facebook and uh, the newspapers. Also, a reminder, coming up on September 30th is the Gunners California Dinner in Fairfield. We do still have tickets available for that. And on to the fishing. <laughs> the uh, Wake Like the Salmon are doing pretty good. A little slow in the rivers out in the bay. They've slowed down. Uh, tuna is still doing fairly well, and they're still fairly close in. You know, if you call 30 miles close, but not for me. You have to have the USS Enterprise to get that far out with me on it. Okay, but that's about it for today. You guys have a great weekend. Look forward to seeing you in the store. Talk to you later. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at GunsFishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, Mr. Brown, uh, you weren't around this week when I was telling people that uh, using that technique on your Lorance is cheating. Yeah, I know. Do you remember what feature that was? I can't remember the name. Uh, scout. Of scout yes. mode. All right. Now, yeah. I, I watched that video. Yeah. And that Alan did. And then I went to scout on my computer. Then I went to it over on YouTube, and I took a look at that. Now you need so one you of those... don't even have to look for fish. You just tell your locator to find you. them for you. Yeah. So and now you need a fifteen hundred dollar transducer to go with your uh, with your Lorances. <laughs> well, just call Scott; he'll get you taken care of. It's absolutely amazing what the technology has done for yeah. these guys. Once you've identified and can identify what you see on the graph, your computer does it for you and will search out a pattern moving around until it spots something like that for you. Sep, you know, we watch Major League Fishing a lot, and uh, and they just wrapped up their season in Malax and and, uh, you know, Dustin Connell won the, won the final event up there, which a lot of your listeners don't know who Dustin is. Jacob Wheeler won his second consecutive angler of the year. The ironic part of those two anglers is A, they're roommates. B, on the road, you know, when they're fishing. B, those two are probably the best forward facing sonar experts on tour. And, uh, funny, Dustin won three events this year and Jacob won his second angler of the year. I don't think it's just a coincidence. Well, not a coincidence that you were gone. Where the hell were you all week? I was in Springfield, Missouri. Uh, they drug all the boat reps back for a little brainwash camp for about three days, which was good. Did it work? Uh, no, but you know, I mean, we, nah, we had, we had a good time. Got to go to Wonders of Wildlife and, uh, and hang out, have dinner there one night and go to the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame, the IGFA Hall of Fame. You know, they tell you all the fun stuff that they yeah. do on these. These are freaking meetings. Meetings. Folks. Sitting in, yeah, sitting in a boardroom. Uh, but yeah, for, we, for about six hours, 
And then yeah. they take you out and they make it worthwhile. Yeah, it was fun, you know. And I mean, they, we just, uh, we, we did get to talk about new product that's coming and well, stuff we'll see at boat shows and sports yeah, shows. Yeah, but you and, went on beyond that. You were up there doing a presentation to the man himself. I did. I, well, yeah, we came up with a, with a little, uh, little appreciation. What do you, what do you give Johnny Morris? You know, you know, he doesn't need a fishing rod. <laughs> he doesn't need <laughs> you know, a billion dollars either. Well, you know, so I mean, we, uh, we just, uh, we just, did a really nice presentation book for John and, and was kind of a brainstorm I had to do for him. And, and anyway, we got to do that and, and uh, presented to him and he was very touched by it, which is cool. You know, it was very personal and each rep signed a note to him in it and had a, uh, their favorite fishing and hunting picture, you know, so it was, it was pretty cool. And, uh, you sent the one to me. I did. Yeah, I did actually. Um, it, it was an older one, but, uh, <laughs> we, uh, but we had, uh, we had a, a a good trip. Got to go, uh, you know, got to go to a boat plant. I got to go to the plant in Lebanon, Tennessee, or Lebanon, Missouri, I mean, where they make, um, tracker boats, where they make all the aluminum tracker boats. And it's, uh, pretty amazing. It's, uh, noisy. Uh, you know, they, they, they turn out over a hundred boats a day. So. They can crank them out. Yeah, no they can. They can. Well, so. welcome back to the real yeah, world. No, it was fun. It was, uh, it was, it was, uh, it was a good trip other than having to fly. I know boats I are start, boats are starting to loosen up a little bit. They're becoming a more bit. and more available. A l- yeah, you know what? I mean, if you go by, like, you know, our friends at Gone Fishing Marine, you'll definitely see a bunch of inventory floating around down there, uh, you know, so he's, he's either got some boats in stock for you or he can get some boats for you. Absolutely. And customize that boat to be exactly what you want. Yeah. Well, let's get moving on right now. We got a guy that's been fishing the Feather River, probably a little bit on the Sacramento River, and has a real good idea of what's going on with the stripers. Let's get hooked up with the man himself, Captain Justin Leonard from Outcast Guide Service, joins us live. Good morning, Justin. Good morning, Gabe. Tell us about it. What's going on on the Feather this morning, if that's where you're at? I am on the Feather. Um, it seems like we got you know some fresh fish that pushed into the system, and this cooler, you know, this cooling phase, I guess you can call it. Definitely helps move some fish along, or as well with the full moon. So the quality of fish has been there. Still numbers. You know, there's more numbers than there has been, which is good, but it's still not the numbers we should have, especially for this time of year. But it's, you know, we're, we're getting better, but I just don't know how good it's going to get. Well, guys are working hard to pick up one fish. I'm sure there's a lot of guys that are getting skunked, and there's probably some getting two or three in the right place at the right time when they're out there. But this is just a trickle effect. What's going to happen when conditions get ideal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I think this cool phase is going to help us. And then, uh, this rain, we're supposed to have some rain this week. And hopefully that really will dump this water temp down. I'm hope for, a, you know, a few degrees and, uh, give these fish a shot of fresh water to say, Hey, let's, let's get up river. Where, what location are you working on the feather right now? And what have you got out behind the boat? Uh, we're hanging eggs right now, and we're we're above Gridley, uh, below the outlet, so just in that upper section, but below the outlet, and we got some fish down here. And hopefully, we can get these suckers to bite. Are they are they bouncing around? Do you see any movement from lower holes moving up your way with this light hitting the water now? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, we've had probably a half dozen, maybe a dozen fish rolling us here. And then I know there's a group of fish down river because we got a couple other boats down there, and said, yeah, we got some, you know a couple rolling around. But it's not, you know, it's definitely not like what it should be, but it's better than it was last week. Well, if you roll over a hole, you should be able to spot, you know, a dozen, two dozen fish or so. Are you seeing that at all in some of those holes? Not real, maybe half dozen most, yeah. you know, it's just, they're spread out. And yeah, it's just not what, you know, a normal year should be, but we're it's getting better. 
Well, we keep hearing about the warm water curtains, and that's exactly what's happened. These fish have come from the cool water. It's out in the 50s out in the ocean right now through the bay that's a lot cooler. And as they continued inland, it got warmer and warmer and warmer. And they just reach a point saying, screw this. I'm going to stay right here. I'm not going another yeah. another inch until I hear what's going on or sense what's going on in I, my home rivers. And this rain will get home river sent down into those into our systems, and these fish will make the move, especially with the cooler temperatures coming. When do you see exactly. changing? When do you see changing techniques? Are you going to have to just load it up and back bounce row? Or are you going to stick to what you're doing right now? Um, you know, I'm gonna we're gonna hang these eggs here until kind of breakfast time, I guess you can call it, till nine ish. Give them you know a fair chance to go ahead and go, and then we're gonna go ahead and switch over and start dragging eggs and working these holes. And uh, that's where we're seeing, you know, a big mixture of trout and sand and. It's just you know entertainment and stuff, but we're also covering a lot of water and getting those travelers. Are you seeing? Are, are they catching enough fish right now to identify whether you're pressuring the fish to the back of the holes and they're just lashing out at your offering before they get pushed out of the hole by your offering, or are they coming up? Um, and, are they coming up and pounding them just because they're ticked off? Yeah, I think they're just coming on up and getting them. But these fish, I mean, we we were fishing plugs last weekend, and we probably had the most fish I have seen for the season. And this one hole, we had probably 40 fish rolling on us, and not a single one would bite. We had three boats wide, and we had 15 plugs back there on these things and could not get a single fish bite. They're flopping and rolling and swirling. We had them back in, like, five foot of water back there and just really agitated. We just couldn't get them. They just won't bite. They will not bite. Dude, you should have been with me Tuesday at Berryessa. That same thing going on, just trolling. They wouldn't bite no matter what. Yeah, yeah, it's, I don't know what's going on here, but the full moon seems like it's going to brought some fish. We got some fish yesterday, and uh caught really, really nice. And, you know, the fish looks nice. We've seen a couple of rollers this morning going, oh, that's, that's a new fish. So, Well, if I was you, I'd get ready. I'd get my baits lined out. I'd get a lot of towels lined up for my clients, <laughs> and I would be prepared to build up my biceps pulling hogs over the side of, the, of your boat because – it's going to go, and it's going to go big, and it may go fast. So have a lot of lines in the water. I've caught four at a yeah. time up there. We've had a quadruple. I'm sure you've done the same thing before. Yeah, I, I mean, we're hopeful. I mean, it just has to get good before they keep on dropping the water on us. They're dropping, again, another 250 CFS. They just dropped 500 this past week. So right now we're at 2750. I think they're going to drop another 250, so we're going to go down to 2500. So the water's going to start getting a little bit skinny here. And then I heard one more drop of 250 is going to go down to 2200 here by the end of the week or by next week. So that's not going to help anything. Well, half inch of rain supposedly on Sunday. Maybe we can squeeze out another half inch after that. One inch of rain hitting our systems. I think you're going to see some movement, no doubt about it. Might not be what we're waiting for, but it's going to start triggering things to happen. No question about it. Just, Justin, you're going to get phone calls coming out the ear here as soon as it's wide open. I hope folks are smart enough to book their trips now so that they can get in on this great action too. Give them all the hookup they need. Absolutely. Uh, Facebook and Instagram, more active on Facebook. Post a lot of reports and everything. It's got email, phone number. My direct phone number is 530-277-6870. All right, guy, you get out there and spank them today for those clients. And if you get a hookup, let us know. Give us a shout back real quick. Sounds great. Thanks, guys. Captain Justin Leonard with Outcast Guide Service, 530-277-6870. Don't miss that opportunity. Well, Mr. Brown.
Big meeting we didn't go to Thursday night. Yes, there was, actually. And I wasn't in town. We've got the man to give us an update on that and a whole lot more. The editor of Western Outdoor News, Mr. Dave Hurley, joins us now with opportunities for Northern California anglers and some scoop on the water and guides getting together this week. Good morning, David. Good morning, gentlemen. Yes, there was a, the Wildlife Resource Committee on Thursday, and way down at the end of the agenda, uh, at somewhere around 3 o'clock, 30 in the afternoon, after being on uh, hold for most of the day, there was uh, the finally the striped bass slot limit uh, was able to be discussed. And uh, there was about 10 people who spoke. And that's not the only opportunity that people have the have the chance to speak or, or because you can send an email into the commission. But the upshot of it was, is this the first time we've heard from the water agencies. There were three water agencies that did speak up. Um, they were in, obviously, they waited until this time to let us know that they're not in support of the slot limit because they're still of the belief that the striped bass is the result of uh, the salmon being endangered. I think we all know to the contrary, but, you know, there is always conflicting science. Yeah, don't let science get in the way of any decision-makings, that's for sure. Past history is the best, best decider on what the future benefit is. And we know for a fact that 50 or more years, stripers and salmon got along fine. Then we added a few million people to California and a few million more acres of farmland, and they wonder what happens to the water. Nuts. Don't call it, don't call it farmland, Seth. It's <laughs> nuts. Okay. Yeah, it is nuts. Come to think yeah, of it. Nuts, not farmland. Go ahead, Dave. I will say that the, the department did something that I, I, I'd like to commend them for. You know, during the uh, public hearing in, in late August, uh, there was concern about the fact that the surveys had not been sent out in, in any type of uh, languages other than English. So the department is revising the survey. It's going to be sent back out in six different languages to allow for more diversity. And uh, they did hear what the public said because they know they obviously were wrong. And it's going to run till the end of October now. It was really designed to be um, set till the end of September. So it will run till the end of October. If you haven't had an opportunity to respond to that survey, and hopefully the fact that the department has added this will get more people involved. Uh, I, I, that, that's my hope. I uh, hope so, because next- I see fewer and fewer people getting involved in doing anything and speaking their mind nowadays. I don't know if they're afraid to speak their mind or their opinion, or if they're just saying, well, go along with the flow. Well, I, I think so many, I don't know that so many people say that we'll just go along with the flow. I think so many people will sit back and go, well, they can't do that. Yeah, until it's finished. Until it's finished. And we've seen that happen so many times with fish and game regulations, except that, you know, the, 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 the lifetime sportsmen said, well, they can't do that. Yeah. So I've said that a million times. Yeah, and fish and game says, hold my beer. Well, you know, the process is a lengthy one. And, uh, so now it, it, at one time it was going to be brought to the commission in January. But now it's going to be, uh, they're going to do some more data, pull some data together. And because there isn't a lot of data because they've really kind of defunded the uh, surveys. Uh, mm-hmm. the that, uh, it's been all into for endangered species. So it's going to go to the Wildlife Commission once again in January during their meeting. And then if it is approved at that point, it will be forwarded to the commission for a series three meeting. The first one is just a hearing. The second one, they have a discussion. And the third one, they vote. So yeah. it's it's... We're talking well into 2023 before anything happens. And unfortunately, that same thing happened with the bass permit process, too. You know, Kent knows we were at a meeting at December 1st last year about 
getting this uh, thing straightened out. And it is a lengthy process. And my understanding is they're going to go back to the way it was in 2021 and 2022 because the, uh, the process has not been approved. They they uh, are, Dave, going to do that. And I know a lot of SEPS listeners don't care, but um, uh, they are going to do that. But they're not shelving the changes that we've all sat in those meetings with the tournament organizations and, and said this would make it better. It's just a matter of it's going to take longer to get this through California legal the, and, you know, the, the, the same system for the stripers. Um, and we have to let our tournament organizers throughout California apply for their permits, get their schedules out, get their sponsors squared away and, and get their year plan for 2023. Uh, so they are going to go forward with it, um, as they have in the past. But I think all of our tournament organizations have agreed to, uh, uh, probably disagree, but agreed to agree and all get together. Uh, we're going to get the meeting room at Bass Pro Shops in Manteca again and, uh, zip time all to the chairs until we get it figured out. Wonderful. I guess my point was just that change takes time. Yep, it you does. Know, you know, it just takes time and it's a matter of getting it right. Yeah, and it, it always has to go through legal. Right. So it's just that, you know, when we sometimes get impatient, and say, oh, this got kicked down the can a little. This can, the can got kicked down the road a little bit longer. We just have to be have faith that you know the process is. We're not in control of the process. It does take time because in this state we are very cautious about where we do in terms of that. Yeah. So I'll give the department credit to make the right decision based on you know t- taking the time, even though it may not be on our timeline. It's uh, it, it will it will eventually get done right. if we're persistent and stay on it. So that was a good thing. Well, Dave, what other opportunities have you got for Northern California anglers? I can't. Uh, I think we're all excited. You know, we were 115 uh, eight days ago, and here we are today. We got a nice little breeze coming in. You can see the storm starting to settle up. I think uh, that's really going to help our mother load lakes. There's been some good trout fishing, uh, surprisingly. And I heard you talk about speedy shiners earlier because that's been the trick at Comanche. You know, you get, there's still holdover trout that are holding in that river channel. You get out there early in the morning, you troll about 30 or 40 feet in that, that 3 to 3.5 mile an hour, and you find you look, you look find the fish on your meter and you don't leave them. And it's going to be Robbie Dunham did a great job this week. He, he, he landed them up to 3.5 pounds of those holdovers. And, you know, it will only be another month before we get those planters back in. Don Pedro's kicking out. Um, uh, Monty Smith had a really good week there as well for trout. Uh, you know, they're a little deeper there. They were like 55 to 70 feet. And... Uh, so they have copepods there, but the meat is still in good shape. So, you know, this weather is only going to help this trout bite at, at our mother load lakes. And it's already going well at the, at the high country. You know, Lake Tahoe still is probably, I would say, the best place to go in the entire state right now. I mean, it has water. It's got kokanee. Uh, they, there's still kokanee that are in good shape there. They're sitting out in 1,200 feet of water at about 100 feet down. And, uh, you know, they're not the largest, but they are plentiful. And Donner's been kicking out kokanee as well. So, you know, look to the high country, I think, is the way to go. But we are going to see big improvement in the Mother Load Lake soon. And we can't wait for our crop plants to be done in the in your small impoundments that are going to come sometime in October and November. Well, Dave, you talked uh, fast trolling. It, it's, it's an impulse strike. There's no question about it. Those fish see something that's an opportunity, and they'll just lash out at it. But, boy, if you're trolling slow and they get a good look at it, you're not going to get any action. And it happened to me at Berryessa. These guys that are trolling in the three, three and a half, four miles an hour, I have never done that in 
30, 40 years of fishing. I've never had to go that fast. Two and a half, two six, two seven. They're teaching me something new every day right now with these high-speed lures, the impulse strike, and just having stuff race by these fish so they want to run it down. Just instinctively, they're going for it. And different lures have different action all the time out there in the water, depending upon the speed. If you think you've got a lure designed for high speed, you better check it next to the boat to see what kind of action you've really got going out there, right? Oh, I think that's a really a key. You know, you always have to have your lure look at and see what the spin is before, you know, you, you let it go back. Yeah, but for, <laughs> if you're doing two miles an hour and you go, well, let's get up to four, and you just accelerate, you're screwing up. You need to take a look right. at that at four. Yeah. You know, and it's the same thing with striped bass. You know, they troll four, four, four five and a half miles an hour to uh, when they're shallow trolling to get that uh, in, impulse strike. And uh, it's been a very effective way. There's no question about it. See, and all, and this, adding, all this time, I thought a speedometer on a boat was to see if you were running under 70 or over 70. <laughs> huh. Oh, we darn. You won't be doing that at Folsom, unfortunately, here real soon. So uh, Monday, probably, yeah. Which is another story in itself. But, yes, that's true. You know, <laughs> but fast, this, this speedy shiner thing is really, I think in the last three or four years, has really taken off. And now everybody's using them. Well, you know, they're using them for Folsom Kings. I think they're even using them up at uh, up at Eagle Lake now too. Oh, we've used so. them at Eagle Lake for thirty years. Don't kid yourself. Red and gold is, is one of the best ones up there, and blue and silver when the water's clear. Yeah, that red and gold. And I understand Eagle Lake is still a possibility up there oh, to be able to go fish. There. Dave, it is going to do nothing but get better right now. It's this is middle of September. Third, fourth week, the cold temperatures are hitting up there already. Two more weeks of that, these fish are going to be on top, and they're going to be attacking everything in sight. You know, the one thing that's very encouraging, it seems like the bait fish populations are very healthy in the lakes. Yes. The lakes may slow, but the bait fish population, everybody talks about, and it's the same thing with bass. If you're not on the bait, you're not catching fish. Well, that's what's and made Folsom so good, or the, this that's what's made Eagle so absolutely good blow up of of big threadfin shad in the lake. Yeah, it's been amazing, you know. And is Pedro's the same way. Maloney's is the same way. There is a lot of shad, and Orville apparently has tons of shad this year as well. And uh, I understand Berryessa has a really healthy population of bait fish. So oh, those yeah. are all great, and it is all up on top. Mr. Dave Hurley with Western Outdoor News joining us, getting us up to speed not only on water, stripers, the suggested slot limits, as well as some great opportunities in Northern California. You can see those or read all about them just by going to Western Outdoor News to their website, maybe getting a subscription. Not enough of us up here in Northern California are doing that, and more of us should. Dave, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you, guys. Have Thank you day. very much. We appreciate it. You know, Seth, we, we've got to give a little shout-out to all of our uh, our first responders and firefighters and everybody that are doing, uh, you know, so much work up Captain there in that Mosquito James Fire. Captain James one of them out there fighting that fire for us, too. Absolutely. We appreciate all you guys and first responders. Thank you much. Till next week, this is Seth. Tight lines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. 
California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors.